A group of friends parts ways at a college bar. Two of the young people walk off to a car in the parking lot. Taylor Wright, the young man, unlocks the stripped-down Hyundai and opens the door. Sorry I have to go, babe, Taylor says. I have a test in the morning, and if I fail another class, I think my dad will disown me. It's fine, the young woman says, but I'm not going to forget that you were the only one who didn't buy a round. With that playful dig, she leans in and kisses him goodnight, and says, I'll see you later, baby. Taylor's drive back to his apartment is not even five minutes. As he heads up the steps to the third floor, we can see the University of West Central Florida is just across the street. A buzzing sound begins to slowly swell as Taylor walks up to his apartment door. Taking his keys out, he feels something buzz by his ear. Damn bugs, he says as he swats at the air. Another buzzing by his other ear makes him jerk his head to the side and further swat at the air, all the while the buzzing getting louder. Then he feels it, a bite or a sting that makes him whip himself around, his keys flying out of his hand. Taylor flails his arms and jerks his head, hoping to get these bugs away from him. He turns around again in the hope to get away, and he's bitten again, and pulls his body away from the pain and where the noise seems to come from. On the ground floor, we see Taylor drop onto the pavement. Blood pools from his body as a wasp crawls across his now crooked neck. On its wings, a death's head. This American Monster A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice Lurleen Delwoods worked at the Pancake Depot for four and a half years. Other places, that might not be too long, but seeing how the Pancake Depot has a rather high turnover, that's earned her a position as day manager. That means higher wage, plus, since she's still waiting tables, tips. Lurleen's been at it long enough to, even in the busiest shifts, only need a steady cook. Those two can pull in a lot more splitting tips as they do, and the GM can pat himself on the back for helping out a single mom and a reformed ex-con to get a new lease on life. Like any of the days in May for the last four and a half years, Lurleen got herself to the Pancake Depot a few blocks away from the University of West Central Florida just as the sun was peeking out. Of all the Palmetto City locations, this one did good business. Real good business. The GM bought a new boat for himself kind of business. What with the college crew filling the place at night and the consistent nearby interstate and highway crowd coming in throughout the day. Lurleen even prided herself on having a good number of locals that came in near daily. She'd tried dating one or two of them, but that didn't work out for her business or personal life. Smoke breaks were supposed to take place behind the restaurant so customers didn't see. Given that Lurleen was the shift manager, she bent that rule figuring it let her see when new folks were heading in. On this particular day, the Pancake Depot only had two customers. The one not in the can was a new fella who always dressed in a suit and had a lot of papers with him all the time. She would have thought he was a professor at the college, but he hung out with some weird folks, including, though not as much lately, a country musician she used to like, though recently she'd thought his big hit was getting played out. As Lurleen finished her cigarette, she saw the other folks that associated with the man in the suit. 
a college kid who struggled to lock his bike to the handicapped parking sign, and a second young man with a scruffy neck beard and weird hat, but a certain charm, who got out of a van driven by a middle-aged woman and, without even a nod to his friend, headed into the restaurant. Passing Lurline, he tipped his hat, like they do in old-timey movies, and said, Milady. Lurleen put out her cigarette to get more coffee for the man with the papers and take the new kid's order. Darkblade, 69, her, a.k.a. Herbert Mock, um, proprietor of Wikipedia and knower of all conspiracies, enters the... Um, this is also, since it's a new mystery, it's a good idea to like introduce your characters kind of again the first time we see you on screen. Uh, first off, what's he what's he wearing? How does he look? He he looks like uh, like a well dressed gentleman, um, top hat, and uh, he has a very thin but long neck beard. Um, may not be just a neck beard. It's kind of more than just the neck, but very prolific around the neck. And he's wearing mostly black. Um, he's wearing a shirt that says, uh, don't stare at me or the darkness might stare back. All right. So he's just wearing a, wearing a t-shirt. Uh, is he wearing like a t-shirt and jeans or along with his top hat? Oh, he's, yeah, I'll say he's wearing some jeans, yeah. Okay, so we got a, and how old would you say he is, roughly? Oh, he's not a day over 29 years old. All his right. birthday. And I believe you described him as a having, this uh, today is his birthday? Yes, it's his birthday. Today is his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's getting almond pancakes, and he's letting them know it's his birthday. Okay. And so maybe he says that as he sits down, like, I'll have the almond pancakes. And by the way, it's my birthday today. And they're like, happy birthday, hon. You sit okay. down. You had already seen Ashton outside locking up his bike. Um, we see Mr. Welker, who appears to have been waiting there for some time. Maybe we see that he's already eaten his breakfast, perhaps, and already has like a cup of coffee that the waitress has to come over and kind of refill. <laughs> Um, to kind of give us the idea, she takes her plates away. She takes your plate away to give us the idea that you've been there for a bit. Uh, maybe you've got a bunch of notes that you've written down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's surrounded by like stacks of paperwork. He's got his company issued tablet on the, the table next to him, but he hasn't used it in a while. He's more of like a he's an analog guy. All right. Uh, um, How could we describe Mr. Welker physically? Mr. Welker uh, physically unimposing. Uh, wears a thin gray suit. He has glasses on. He is a company man, a family man, and a decent man. And he is here to he is here to help. All right. So yeah. So Darkblade, when you arrive, uh, you like I said, you saw that Ashton was outside locking his bike up, but Sundry Charms is not here. Does have a seat? I'll point to one of the two chairs at the table. As opposed to the usual three. Oh, there we go. Where's the movie star? Oh, um, 
Mr. Charms won't be joining us uh, for some time, I don't think. He contacted me to let me know that he's still recovering from our last adventure. I suppose getting shot point-blank in the chest will do that to a person. But he assures me that he will recover, and he's eager to uh, rejoin the company. Do we have health insurance? <laughs> of course! And he, he like has the paperwork for that like under one of the stacks on his desk. And he like hands you like this pamphlet. You'll see here your health insurance plans, one of which I'm sure you've already chosen. Uh, when you filled out the initial onboarding paperwork. Ooh. I don't know how much of the weeds we want to get into with that. Um, but yeah, I think you can give him some kind of like health insurance plan packet where you're like, here you go. So um, one of the things that I think is uh, interesting, just that you bring that up is, and it's a difference between Mr. Welker and Ashton and Darkblade and Sundry when he rejoins us is that while Mr. Welker is definitely an employee of the Lore Corporation and Ashton is now an employee of the Lore Corporation, Darkblade and Sundry were essentially being hired through Mr. Welker. Like contractors? Exactly. And so okay. the, so um, just because I don't want to actually think about insurance type stuff, the odds are you can give them this paperwork, but it's like, to buy into some kind of insurance program that the company runs for contractors or something like that, or the company associates with, with contractors. Oh, sure. Okay. But, so be like, he'll like correct himself. Like, Oh, of course this would be, a, once you come on full time, then this would be a part of the default package. Um, you really should consider it, Mr. Blade. I know you're a bit of a lone wolf. And that's sort of your thing, but uh, I hope you'll agree that working with us has been nothing but pleasant. Well, it's been interesting. A man like you lives for interesting. That's for sure, but... You know, I i don't exactly have a social security number. Oh, we know your social... I mean, we could figure that out. No, I i deleted it um, <laughs> from the internet. So it's, I don't have a... Shouldn't have a social anymore. Oh, okay. And he'll like... He's like looking at a paper and he like places it back in his briefcase. Mm -hmm. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So this is when uh, Ashton, I think, comes in and joins us amid this like awesome conversation of uh, uh, insurance benefits and whether or not Herbert Darkblade 69 Mock has a social security number anymore. I think we hear like the little bell ring over the door. And, um, and yeah, it's like an actual physical bell in an attempt to be kind of old, like charming. There's like a boy holding a bell just whenever mm -hmm. someone walks in. Like, yeah, and he's like, now entering, Lord. And you tell him your name and he cries it out. Ashton of Green. And you flip him a, and you flip him a tuppence. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he coughs and he'll be like, soon the consumption will have me as they did my mom. Um. Anyway, just kidding. Is that true? Does he have health insurance? Does that kid have health insurance? No, it's yeah. it's it's bad for a for a young London orphan like this boy. Uh, no, the but Pancake so Depot benefit package. Yeah, Pancake Depot. What uh, what Darkblade can tell you is there's a portal in the back of Pancake Depot where all their employees are uh, Victorian England uh, orphans that they bring in. Anyway, so. When Ashton comes in, 
uh like i said there's like a little bell up at the top of the door so like you guys can see a new another person is coming in and you clearly see ashton and as he makes his way to the um as he makes his way to the table to join his colleagues who is the man we see before us i feel on the way there he he like trips over his foot he almost like topples over but he catches himself and he's wearing uh I guess like a brown suit. Oh, we just got a new suit last time, so it used to be ill-fitting. This one, maybe a little bit better, but still not good looking. I have him if he if this this televised movie is he's played by Michael Sarah, of course. He's um in his like very early twenties, I think. It's not okay. it kind of down. I think we have a flashback to um uh, that where we see Ashton talking with Regan. I imagine that Mm -hmm. this mystery is beginning after all of the character development stuff we had in that little intermission or interstitial thing that we did before. And so maybe Ashton had gone on another date with Regan. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things that she talks about that she's been looking into is she'll tell you um, that like some weird stuff had happened on campus pretty recently. And she'll tell you that, uh, yeah, another were panther, a were mole or were bunny had shown up. No, um, so uh, she basically says like like another crazy thing happened at UWCF, so the University of West Central Florida. Um, and she'll she kind of tells you this stuff, and maybe you guys are at like a cafe, like full of students. There's like an open mic night going on. There's a guy who's real Jason Mrazed out, and he's playing guitar. Um, yeah, it's a hookah bar. It's, it's just Natura. Yeah. You're just at Natura. And, um, I don't think that a place is around anymore. So I'm just going to call this place Natura. And, uh, so you're at Natura and, uh, Regan kind of like, like lowers her tone and she'll just tell you like, um, like apparently, apparently a student here, uh, he killed himself. And the weird thing was that the he videotaped it and he put it online. And the school made a the school made like a big deal out of uh, like taking it down and made a made a lot of like uh, they apparently made new policies that if anybody that basically you'll be suspended or expelled if people are found sharing this. And that happened a couple weeks ago. I think she'll say that that happened. She'll say, yeah, that happened two weeks ago. This guy killed himself. And then the nuts thing is only a day or two ago, another kid died. Another boy died. He didn't kill himself. He fell off a, he fell off a, like a balcony basically. But within just a few months, this is now the fourth UWCF student who's died. And these most recent ones are are not quite as weird as the ones from before with whatever it was that I saw out in the woods. But this is this is something. And so I think that's the flashback you have of like that's the information you've gotten before from her of like something is up. And he's going oh, in that flashback, he's like, oh no to the server or whatever. I can't have that hookah. They're going to drug test me. 
I can't do any jokes here. Thanks. But I do plenty of them, Regan. Don't worry. I'm cool. And she's like, yeah. Um, and she's like, I think she kind of shakes her head and she's like, I guess then I'll cancel our next date to the meth house. I work in part time. Then we flash back to Ashton sitting down with uh, Mr. Welker and Herbert Darkblade 69 Mock. Glad you can make it, Mr. Green. I was just telling Mr. Blade that Mr. Charms hopes to join us on account of his recent injuries, but he is uh, sends his regards. Um, and how have you been? What's it like now that you are a member of perhaps the premier corporation in the United States, perhaps even Western Hemisphere, and dare I say, the world? Oh, well, Mr. Welker, it's really good to be the junior regional project manager. I mean, it's basically a dream come true. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. This is great. And I can like afford anything here. It's amazing. And if the server's there, he's like, can I have a blooming onion, please? And, she, and then the lady's like, oh, honey, blooming onion. You're just being crazy. I can get you. I can get you hash browns with onions in them. Place without blooming onions barely counts as a restaurant, but sure, I guess that's fine. Oh, and I think she's like, she rolls her eyes. Just, just, just let me know what, just let me know which number you want on the menu when you're ready, honey. <laughs> well, you may have the resources now, Mr. Green, but some places just lack imagination. That's not your fault. David, uh, should we assume that the next thing would be Ashton maybe giving these guys kind of the heads up on these clues? Or actually, maybe that happened, or should we just say that that happened off screen and you guys already know this information? Okay, because if it's something that had been discussed, it probably was on the news. Um, given that Herbert is uh, very much a man kind of plugged into the online world. He probably already knows about some of that stuff. I can give you guys just some kind of general information that anyone kind of watching the news or just kind of being aware of their community would know. I, I mean, I definitely think that multiple deaths in the university would show up in the lamestream media. Oh, for sure. This is, this is something that like the university's trying to play down, but at the same time, they can't, they don't have that much influence. Sure. So, uh, so I think you guys, you guys definitely know that two people have died um, in the last two weeks. So here's a question. Our assignments, are they given to me or am I just like, Oh, that's weird. I choose to go look into it. The second, the latter. Okay. So I'll say, um, so I'm sure you all know everything everything I do about uh, this business at the college. I was just wondering, have either of you, maybe you, Mr. Blade, uh, have you seen the footage that everyone keeps talking about with this poor, unfortunate student? Or, or, or you, Mr. Green, you know, I know you have friends at the college. I'll say that, I'll say that to actually find the footage might take a role because it'll require like a little bit of digging. Like but, YouTubing? Um, I think, uh, just just some kind of digging. It, I don't think it'll be like crazy. It's, it's something you can, we can definitely find, but it'll be it oh, might like wanna... have us activate the net friends aspect that uh, Mr. Darkblade has. Well, which one of you wants to give it a shot? Can't say I've seen it. I'm not actually a I mean, I'm not a sicko. 
Um, not into that whole gore porn kind of thing. So, like, probably, I mean, if the guy posted a suicide, there's definitely somebody who saw it and saved it. And then probably posted it on Twitter. And then probably um, reposted it on Instagram. Maybe, um, you know, Pornhub even. Well, you should try pulling up the the dark web browser, and because I've I've heard about oh, that. Okay, the door, yeah, right now I'm on the dark web browser. Uh, I'll like nod, like, awesome. Let me know when you find it. All right. Well, so the one thing that all of you do already know, um, is that in the last two weeks, two people have died. One person, um. And again, you can just pull this up on just like a news article. Um, uh, a young man, a young man killed himself at the school. There had been um, like a video of him killing himself that like was online, and the school worked with people to get that taken down. Uh, but the school was like interested in other information about this. The other thing is that, um, and this person's name is in the paper. Um, a student named Taylor, 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 um, a student named Taylor, um, and we can come up with a last name in a second. Taylor Tailspin. Taylor Tailspin. Taylor. Swift. Swift. Taylor Wright. Taylor Textiles. Yeah, Taylor Wright. Um, a student named Taylor Wright uh, just recently like fell off of essentially like a balcony. Um, but what? was it intentional? Yeah, like and then I think within the news, like the newspaper reports, it's like police say it, uh, investigators don't seem to think that it was intentional. It seems to have been some kind of it seems to have been some kind of accident. But still, within two weeks, two students at this university dying is kind of a kind of a bigger thing. It happened, I think, in like nearby camp, not campus housing, like on campus housing, but like in nearby apartments where students live. If that makes sense. So you guys ready for the kicker as you're talking about yeah. this? Kick me. All right. <gasps> Um, all right, so as you're doing this on the news, because of course there's a TV playing local news, so we have like, ba -da -da -ba Good evening, this is Shane Meridu with Channel 5 News. Tragedy has once again befallen the University of West Central Florida. A student, Olive Alexander, was hit by a car and passed away this morning in Palmetto City General Hospital. This terrible incident apparently occurred outside nearby student housing and is tragically the third death of a student in under a month. Those included a suicide as well as a student falling to his death. This comes on the tail end of two other deaths of students nearby and even on campus. On the scene is Sharon McGill. 
they kind of like talk about it and they show you like where on campus it was. And it's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And this is where this happened. All of blah, blah, blah. And they have pictures of this like young girl who's maybe like around Ashton's age, like very early twenties. And, um, uh, one of the interesting things that they bring up is, uh, they talk to, they talk to a student and they were like, yeah, like, yeah, it's a real shame that those two, that, uh, that those two died. I mean, first, first the grief of, uh, us losing, losing Taylor and then Olive. I mean, I don't know what happened, but I mean, maybe it was some kind of fate. Uh, I think those two were dating. So yeah, the, the news story continues, but doesn't provide a lot more kind of relevant information. But so the, the, the big things that stand out to you guys as people who are investigators are in the last two weeks, three people have died. One of them was some kind of weird taped suicide but then the other two were people who were dating one another. And they never released the name of the suicide. Right. They did not, you said. They did not. Since the other things were theoretically accidents, I think they were more like willing to do that. But while there's like some kind of weird investigation of why this video was out there, I think the name was like kind of withheld. Uh, I'll turn to Mr. Blade and say, how's that dark web browser search going? Uh, I've just hacked into the mainframe. Um, yeah, just uh, need a few more minutes. Is that it now? Yeah, that's um, looks like the dark, dark web right now is down for maintenance. So when will it be back up? Well, they're doing they're doing um, routine um server maintenance so it'll be up looks like in um uh look at that um 22 minutes and 30 seconds he likes to start like a, a stopwatch on his wristwatch all right good mr green do you know any of these students the camera the camera pans around to where the other side of dark blade's laptop and he's just watching an episode of the office and he's like he gave you the exact runtime of the episode <laughs> <laughs> you hear him like snickering every now and again uh yeah i assume i wouldn't know any of those people right so you kind of implied before that you're not really taking classes right um so ooh, you might just by like happenstance know some of these folks um but that's up to you, slash we could maybe have some kind of role to help you out with that. Uh, like what kind of, what role were you thinking? Almost like essentially a charm role to see if you knew those folks or have like a connection to them that you could easily kind of get a hold of some of those people or like have known them. Okay, good at that. Okay, so this is kind of just like more of a custom thing of like, oh, do how like how connected are you to this stuff or tied into this are you uh so the 12 yeah the 12 yeah you definitely know you definitely knew some of these people yeah I, I think that girl olive looks pretty familiar and you're like oh i think i did have a class with her and yeah those two definitely were dating they kind of ran as like you'd maybe gone to parties and seen them and some of their other friends together they weren't people that like you really knew per se but um uh 
you knew that they kind of like hung out with a larger group of people. And I think I can, with that, essentially just give you the names of those people. You knew that Taylor Wright and Olive Alexander, which is a hilarious name, um, hung out with uh, a girl named Lauren Walls, a guy named Cody Brinzo, and a girl named Bella White. So which clique was this? Are these like the cool kids, the theater kids? Uh, the anti-Semites. The, the anti, yeah, they're, they're skinheads. Yeah, they're all skin, they're all neo-Nazi skinheads. And uh, it's weird that, that that's, that was one of the things that you've noticed in the, in the news footage of this poor person who dies. They had a huge swastika on their head. Truth be told, you might not know their last names. You might just know like, oh, Lauren, Cody, Bella, but. Yeah, Lauren Walls, Cody Brinzo, Bella White are the ones of that group that are alive. I feel certain that there's like a teen horror movie we could like watch and really get some insight into the situation. The slasher. Yeah, which one of them has a hook for a hand? Um, Yeah, but so you you definitely know those folks. Um, To answer Carl's question of which clique they were, I don't want to say like miscellaneous or ragtag or diverse crew of people. I think that they. Band. I'm sorry. Say again. Marching band is. Yeah. Um, the one thing Norm I will say. All of them are older. All of them are like uh, like seniors, maybe senior pluses. So like all of them are older. They're probably around Ashton's age because I think you said Ashton's like 21 or 22. So, yeah, they're probably around that same age. So they're juniors or seniors at UWCF. Um, and they're all kind of like fairly gregarious and um, like well-liked people. But from what you know, like they're kind of like this tight little like group of people that associate with one another. Um, and while they might go to like a lot of parties and that kind of stuff, like that's kind of a core group of friends who... Um, if you remember back to like when you started as a freshman, I think you remember some of them already hanging out and they've kind of stuck close together for a long while. Oh, these long four years that are university. So yeah, so you definitely get those, the names of those folks pretty easily and could, and and I'll, I'll say with the role that you have, like, you know how you could track those people down fairly quickly if you wanted to talk to any of them. Of like, oh, I think this person works here, or I think this person lives in this dorm or at this apartment complex, or this person goes to this bar pretty regularly, and somebody there will know how to get a hold of them if I can't get a hold of them. Oh, so I know the uh, dark web is down right now, but is there a way I can uh, check the like obituaries or something to see if any of those three theoretically surviving people were the suicide person? Um, I'll, I'll just say you, since you know who those people are, um, if one of them had died, you would have known that like as part of your 12, you know, it's not them. Okay. And they never hung out with anyone. Like there's no sixth person we're missing. Uh, to your knowledge, like they had lots of casual acquaintances with other people and like definitely associated with other folks. Um, but like their tight knit group of people was one another, Lauren, Cody, 
Bella, Olive, and Tyler. I'm sorry, Taylor. And a mysterious sixth person they all bullied once. Bum, bum, bum. And that one person they ran over on a misty mountain road that they thought was dead, but then when they went to look... So... Jimmy um, Hookhands. Yeah. How did I forget about him? It's me, everybody! I'm Robbie Raptaclaw. Um, all right, so Darkblade, I know that you were messing with Mr. Welker when you told him that the dark web is down. It should be almost up by now. It's been nearly 22 minutes. Yeah. As Ashton was kind of recounting some of that information, maybe to the rest of the table, um, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the part of the office episode where it kind of dips. The funniest part was in the beginning when Dwight was upset with Jim yeah. for his What's pranks. Once the sexual tension of the will they, won't they get together is gone, you know, it's mm -hmm. all sort of wrote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you've you've paused it at a point where you're like, you're like, oh, this is where my buddy's fan fiction uh, kicks in at this point in this episode. So I want to keep this fresh and I'll come back to it later. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have a move I know called Net Friends. Would you be interested in maybe uh, utilizing your net friend abilities to access the web and maybe look some of this bad info up. Yeah. And I rolled a perfect roll. Um, what did that bring S us to? Snake uh, eyes. Snake eyes, yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't say okay. what game. What is it plus? Is it plus my um, sharp or cool? This is why, why this I got a charm. Your, it's so, charm. It's charm. Yeah, so I got a 12. Got a 12. Okay, it's pretty good. All right, so Darkblade, you're able to hop on and contact somebody, and they're able to kind of show you this stuff. And uh, first of all, you can find this video. It takes a little bit to find it, but mm -hmm. you can find this video. Um, the, I think, like a buddy of yours online, Dragon Poacher 666 yeah, there you go. Okay, so Dragon Poacher 666 is a guy that you talk to regularly. We'd say a person, but you know the deal with this character. Um, so yeah, Dragon Poacher 666 uh, can tell you pretty quickly that... He has a social um, security number, but he's definitely but it's not in the voluntary service. Yeah. You know, he can't check out... He can't get financial aid because he refuses yeah. to... He ripped oh. out his filling, so they can't follow him. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so Dragon Poacher 666 um, can give you the heads up that, um, yeah, like two weeks and a few days ago, um, there was a student named Alan Graves mm -hmm. uh, who killed himself and posted a video uh, to social media. And again, he can give you like the file. Or no, he doesn't give you the file. He gives you a link that you can follow to it. Mm -hmm. And the university did a good job of taking the video down and getting the social media company to take the video down. However, it just recently reappeared mm -hmm. um, a few days ago. And uh, it is on the web page of a girl. And that's where the link is. It is on the web page of a, another UWCF student, Lauren Walls. Mm. So it like is posted on her like profile, her social media profile. Okay. 
It's weird she didn't take it down. It's very weird. And she could theoretically get suspended for sharing that. Yes. Yeah. And they're like on on the thing are all these comments that are like, this is really messed up. How could you do this? I thought you were a better person than that, Lauren. We've all been there, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Dark says to himself. Yeah. And I think I think there are responses with from Lauren. Almond, with an almond dropping out of his mouth. And a, yeah. He breathes yeah. in some powdered sugar and starts coughing a bunch all over the screen. But yeah, you can watch this video if you'd like. I want to see it. Okay. Um, all right. So it's, yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty grim. And um, it's like a it's a young man who's maybe in his like late teens or early twenties. Um, he looks pretty like sickly and pallid. He kind of stares into this. He kind of stares into a camera. He basically says like 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 I'm alone, and like you're 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 gonna know what it's like to to be alone. And then, and you see he essentially, um. And it's again pretty grim that you can watch this. It is very graphic and very disturbing. He uh, hangs himself and does it in such a way over like candles. So these kind of like long, he's almost wearing what looks like a robe, but not like a wizard's robe, but almost like a robe that like a person would just get at the store. And uh, it seems kind of wet or like heavy and clingy to him. And as he like hangs himself and dangles over these candles, uh, the candles catch the robe. And so he like is like lit on fire as well. And so you hear this and then you hear this person obviously like struggling and gasping and dying. And um, I think I think the uh, the Pancake Depot waitress is like, honey, whatever you're watching, you're going to have to turn that off. You're scaring other people in here. And honestly, I don't want to hear it either. I'll like uh, turn the laptop to Mr. Green and be like, "Do you know this guy?" Do I? Again, you got such a good role on that last thing. I'm gonna say like, "Oh, I think that is someone I had seen in like the cafeteria, the dining hall at some point." Um, but you didn't know the person's name, and you'd never seen them with anybody else. There was always this like one. There was this weird person, and you're like, "I think that's that person." Oh, like all six of these people were, were like in the same class with me or something in freshman year. Yeah, sure. They were all in like the, the al- algebra one. So were they like cult robes or? Again, the the robes that Alan, the robe that Alan Graves was wearing uh, looked like I said, like a bathrobe. And the candles weren't special at all? The candles looked like pretty standard candles that you could get. Um, the background of like the video seems kind of gross and dirty. It seems like a concrete wall that's kind of uh, nasty. The floor seems like it's covered in maybe dirt. His monogram was on the bathrobe. Ah, good thing. I'm glad you asked. You see, it looks like uh, WS, but it was flipped upside down. It's actually... M. Yeah. George W.S. Bush. That was it. So, but yeah, so that's the info that you guys can get, like just kind of chatting about this at the Pancake Depot. I kind of want to push you guys to go to another location or talk to an additional person 
um, rather than just kind of keep looking stuff up online uh, here in the Pancake Depot. Well, let me let me say this then, uh, Mr. Green, if these were your friends, and you were a part of this group of people for whom two of these poor t- poorer young adults have died, what would you do? Oh wow! I, I just I don't even know. I guess um, I would be real sad, but I wouldn't put these videos on websites or anything. I I agree. I if I was to kill myself, I'd do it more privately as well. I I, I feel that's a personal decision. Darkblade, the link that uh, Dragon Poacher six 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 sent you was to Lorne Wall's like social media page. If mm-hmm. you if you look on her page for other stuff, um, since you did so well on that role, um, one of the other things, there are two other things that uh, stand out to you. One, Lauren Walls has another post of another video, and it is a video. It is the video, the security camera footage of Taylor Wright falling off of his balcony. And there are similar posts uh, on, like, under it that are like, "How could you do this? You guys were really good friends. This is this is really bad." Well, I'll tell you one thing: I don't think uh, she's posting this kind of stuff. This kid's either real sick, or she's onto something. I want to see the video of this guy falling off the balcony. Sure. So this video doesn't have any sound; it's just security camera footage, and uh, it's. Um, at night, it's Taylor, it's at night, it's all right, it's Taylor Wright. Taylor Wright comes home, and as he's kind of, like, getting his keys out, you see that he's kind of looking around a lot, and then you see he's kind of does this thing, um, and he kind of turns himself around, and he turns around again, and, um, he starts moving in this weird way that doesn't quite make a ton of sense, and then um, he, like, kind of backs up and falls off of a balcony. Does it look like anything was pushing him? Nope. Nothing that you can, like, as you're watching this, it's just him moving strangely and backing up. What is that noise? Backing up and then falling off of this balcony. So, yeah, there's no one else in the, there's no one else in the footage. There's also no sound in the footage. Well, as to my question earlier, then, Mister Green, if you were one of the uh, one of the friends of these two poor people, what would you do next? Uh, well, I feel like I would take those videos down. Seems weird that she's posting those. I wonder if is Darkblade is someone able to like hack them and like make her post them for them? Or like, it seems weird that you would want to do that for your friend, right? And in fact, in the comments, Lauren has uh, posted, like, I'm not putting this here. Like, she's she's posted other things under her own posts where people are saying, like, how could you do this? You're Taylor's friend. And she has responded, like, I'm not I'm not putting this up here. Something's gone wrong. I'm not posting this. And I like. Something's gone wrong. I can't get rid of it. Mr. Blade has go on. Go on, Mr. Green. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, seems, Mr. Blade, seems has, has the dark web browser infiltrated this woman's computer? Very possible that she doesn't 
know how to click delete on a Facebook post. All right. I think that's more likely than the uh, uh, internet um, putting these these photos on there or um, maybe Mark Zuckerberg did it. Maybe it was um, actually that actually makes sense. Mark Zuckerberg is a sicko um, and he does drink blood. Hmm, hold on a second. Why do you think he would target yeah, her specifically? Oh, um, sounds like a good question for her. Why don't we just pick up the phone and ask? Just tell her that we're working on, I mean, these are our friends who died, right? So she cares about them. Just tell her that we're trying to um, solve these murders and we know that they're all related. Well, what do you think, Mr. Green? You think one of you would be up to uh, that kind of approach? Um, oh, yeah, sure. I think so. Well, I mean, I could do it, but I'm pretty sure she'd smell the old man on me from a mile off. So maybe one of you with, who's up on the today's lingo would want to pen, a, pen an introductory letter. I, I do know um, just, I mean, basically all the lingo I have it down. Um, but yeah, I, I know the question though. Um, so that video on the balcony, is it, I mean, is there enough there to see uh, where that happened? Like what room that was in? Oh, good question. Um, you know what? Yes. Once you, when you see that and you know the apartment complex, you're pretty sure if you were to find it, you could like figure it out pretty easily. Yeah. So maybe one of us could go look there too. Good idea, Mr. Green. Well, um, I, I, I dare say I'm no slouch in the investigation department. I'd be happy to go there. Um, either of you have any, any preferences as far as what you want to do about this? Well, there's one more little piece of information that I said I was going to give Darkblade. If you remember, I said there were two things. So one was mm -hmm. that Taylor's death is also on Lauren's uh, social media account or social media page. And I'm trying not to say Facebook, but that is what I'm talking about. Um, then the other thing is that Lauren Walls is friends on social media with... Alan Graves, the student who killed himself. What's Alan Graves' profile look like? Do you go to check that out, Darkblade? All right, he, t he types a bunch. <laughs> this is a light um, web search, so it'll definitely work. Yeah. He's got brown hair, um, slack jawed, pretty blank stare okay. in his eyes. <laughs> Does he have like a lot of like song lyrics posted, oh, his esoteric mom's... posts about how things aren't going very well, that kind of thing? So, wait, All Dark right. Blade, you didn't turn the screen on. You're just looking at your reflection. Oh my God, I'm so handsome, he says. Uh, so you're able to click on the um, to to go to Alan's uh, like stuff that's visible without being a friend of his, and mm -hmm. um, one of the things that you're able to see is you're able to get two pieces of information from, from that really, really quickly. One, Alan has like a bunch of artwork up that's like mostly black and white and it's all pretty dark and spooky. It's a lot of um, 
kind of uh, it's it's Tim Burton. It's I was gonna say Tim Burton slash uh, slash uh, like not silly Johan Velasquez kind of stuff, um, but it's all like uh, black and white. It's mostly it seems to be mostly like ink ink and uh, just like black pen drawings mostly. Like those and, creatures uh, in that old book, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I think I know what you're talking about. That might be the case. Um, and so they're all, it's pretty spooky and it has a lot of like, um, but some of the stuff is animated as you look at it. So like, it's, um, like, like walking through, it's just like a constant loop, a, a gif or a gif or whatever of like these like ink, GIF. a gif of ink penny, uh, more a Peter Pan guy. Um, but so of them, like just going through a forest, like passing this stuff. So it was just this infinite loop of like moving through this forest that was like hand drawn. Um, and, but uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff is pretty darn spooky. So you see that, uh, you can maybe look into that more closely later. The other big thing that you see is, and this is the thing that stands out to you is, um, Alan Graves has. One friend. Just the girl. That's weird. So theoretically, just Lauren. I don't know if you can click on it and see who his friends are. But yeah, if if you can, or you can just deduce like, oh, it's her. I've got more friends than this guy. <laughs> hey. By the way, Ashton, you haven't accepted my friend request. That I sent you last week. Oh yeah, I don't usually go in there. I was waiting. All right, so where to next, boys? All right, so Mr. Wilker says I'd be happy to check out the apartment complex, get laid land, you know, do some good old-fashioned forensic detective work. Um, I feel like you two are more familiar with sort of like the cyber and college aspects of this. What would you like to do? Well, you know, I really think we should try reaching out via Vine or um, Snapchat. And if that doesn't work, we'll just knock on her door. But you kind of should come with us because you you know we look like college kids and you she probably won't believe us for investigating it well if that's your call then i'm i'm prepared to uh to follow your advice what do you think mr green you could show her all the photos of your kids in your wallet she'll know you're a good guy oh thank you mr blade i appreciate that even though you only have one but that's Still more than me. <laughs> I could give you a few. Then you'd have photos as well of my kids. <laughs> Alrighty. So where are we going first? Well, if we're going to stick together, mm -hmm. let's go to the apartment complex. <laughs> so yeah, so let's have you guys go to the apartment complex. All right. 
Um, yeah, so near UWCF, almost imagine if you remember where, uh, for UCF, uh, if you remember where like Northgate and Tivoli kind of places were like, like super, super close. They're just like on the other side of a major road. Um, it's the kind of thing where they could, these folks could easily walk to campus. Um, and these buildings are only three or four stories tall and, um, looking at the watching the video again and eventually getting to a uh yeah watching the video again you can figure out oh i'm pretty sure it's this building and looking close enough you're like oh i'm pretty sure it was on the third floor of this building and after you check one uh you you find the correct one with it on the on the first or second try it's pretty easy for you to find this out and um yeah you can get to the outside of this apartment you can see where there is a um security camera it's got the little red blinky light it's outside of room three whatever so it's probably like 305 b or something like that. So just to signify which building it's on, uh, what floor it's on. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are, you guys are up there hanging out. We can get onto the third floor, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's. I don't think you need. I don't think you need to like go into another thing. It's all like out in the open, and yeah, you can look down below to where this uh where like you saw this this kid back up and fall over like end over end and you see that yeah right down below if you fell off of this you would just land smack onto a concrete sidewalk down below you know third floor falls aren't really necessarily guaranteed death do we know how he landed i guess not so, well, one of the interesting things, I think, just to kind of kick this into high gear, um, as you're looking down there, do you see a person um, kind of walk? You see a person staring down at that exact area and looking up at exactly where you're standing. And that person is Detective Sloan Winters. I think when he sees you, he does like a... Uh, This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional voices for this episode included Steve Arthur as Shane Meridu, and additional music included Hero by D. Yan Key. 
I shoot him. You're right. So you guys both engage in a in a heated exchange of gunfire. Each of you sweat dripping. The birds fly out from behind you as you dive forward with your two. There pistols. was a firefight. Hi, Shane Meridu with the award-winning Channel 5 News. What do you mean we haven't won any awards? There had to be something. Damn. Amateurs. How to get out of this crazy business. Open up that hobby shop.